The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Your hosts are Ken Roshan and Gisela Gonzalez. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Gisela. Hello, this is Ken Roshan. And Gisela Gonzalez. Hi, Ken. How are you? Well, it has been a crazy week. What do you think? <laughs> so how was your, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, trip uh, to the last party at the Playboy Mansion? How was that go? Well, uh, before I say that, I have to say happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's not every day, you know, like your radio host partner is actually having a birthday. So we have to make sure a big shout out to you. You're over in Virginia, right? Yes, I'm in Virginia. That's okay. correct. Uh, Gina, are you there? Sadiq, are you there? Okay, are, are you ready? We're going to sing happy birthday real quick. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Gisela. You all so, have Gisella. frogs on your throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, I'm humbly accepted the happy birthday, and it's been a very um, happy day, actually, today, because I have, you know, the most interesting guest in the world right now that it, we... We're really trying to bring peace and love and unite the whole uh, world together. So it's a very special day for me. This is really a gift to have both of you here. And um, I, I can't wait to hear a little bit about Ken at the Playboy Mansion. And following to that, I wanted to hear, um, you know, everything about your guys. I, I, I'm, I'm very excited for this show, actually. Thank you, guys. Yeah, welcome, Gina and Zeke. Yeah. I- before we go into that, I just wanted you guys to know that there was a very big uh, birthday party and celebration of life uh, in the D.C. area, and uh, I, I wish you guys could have attended. Uh, you had quite the party, Gisela, right? Oh, yes, and, and, and all of that is because Mo, uh, Mo Dosis, he's, a, he's a, a great producer in the Virginia area. We had Brazilian dancers. We had uh, trapezists. We had uh, this artist he was only like i think he was 24 years old he he was like uh painting the models and you know full body painting and we had at least 175 people we're really over capacity the hotel was it was um the embassy Row hotel they actually uh were full capacity on the rooms valet parking and everything so it was a, it was a, an amazing birthday and which by the way we were having a second birthday on the 26th because we're having a high demand of people who say, I couldn't celebrate Gisela, so we're having a winter birthday, which is um, 
on the 26th. And if you guys want to just go to uh, the Umbrella Syndicate Facebook, also uh, Gisela Page, Gisela Gonzalez uh, Facebook, and you will find the invitation in there. So Gina and Zadik, you're formally invited right now. Awesome. Thank you. I so, wish I could be there. Well, we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to make that happen. So I was just uh, I, it, this is the weirdest uh, twenty four hours or thirty hours uh, because yesterday morning I left at eight forty in the morning for Los Angeles and I arrived there at around eleven forty five because of the time difference, and I couldn't sleep the night before and I couldn't take a nap like I wanted to. So I was all wound up because the the last uh, event at the Playboy Mansion is was uh, City Gala. And it's a celebration of uh, it's a celebration of the Grammys. It's a celebration of celebrities, and it's a celebration of a, a foundation that helps young uh, children. Well, I, I guess youths that are teenagers become entrepreneurs. So they actually put them through the business process and teach them the entrepreneurial skills, so that when they uh, get in the real world, that they have the skill sets and they have a lot more confidence and. They're not dealing with what I would call the 80% failure rate because they have successes under their belt. So that was uh, really exciting to see that uh, Richard Branson was there. He was the keynote speaker. Uh, Jane Seymour interviewed him. So I was kind of pinching myself. And then at 1 o'clock, which the time, seven hours of that party went by like a snap and uh, got back at the hotel at, I think it was around 1.30. And I was up by 4 and on a plane. And here I am one hour ago landing back in Baltimore, Maryland. So sorry for the long-winded story, but geez, I can't believe all that transpired in 24 hours <laughs> or 30 That's hours. Amazing. <laughs> so we had a, a brief talk with you guys yesterday, and I, I want to give a, an introduction. So um, Earthwalk is a global platform focused on unifying humanity with a holistic fr a framework while cultivating culture peace worldwide, starting with the powerful process of igniting people's most sacred possessions. So what are those possessions? Well, it would be the uh, people's most, um, um, igniting people's passions would be the, the component there. So what, what are people's most powerful passions and sacred passions would be the question? Ken? Yes, what was that? Uh, um, as far as the, the, the mission of Earthwalk, igniting people's most sacred passions, is that what you're asking? Yes, it is. So, I, I'll go ahead and speak to that. I think there's a light inside of each and every one of us, something very strong, something very bold, something very courageous. Each and every one of us has it. It's what drives us through the world. It's what gets us out of bed in the morning. It's what excites us. The foundation component of Earthwalk is how do we excite that passion in each and every one of us and help facilitate that process of bringing people and helping people worldwide to bring that holistically to the world. So that could be art, that could be music, that could be government, that could be law. There's, we all have our sacred passions. So how do we help people get in touch with those passions that... Um, are more, the most core to who we are as an individual and help support them to bring it out into the world in a way that's holistic and integrated. Okay. And what actually caused uh, you to come up with this mission? I think the essence, and I've you know, shared this over the years and trying to understand myself, I was groomed as a very young child uh, to become a rabbi. I on top of that, 
Um, also sent to like medical camps at five years old, learning um, science, technology, all of these really great things. But a lot of what was put onto me was not necessarily what I wanted. And if we look at a lot of our school systems, a lot of our school systems are focused on how do we teach people skills as opposed to getting them in touch with what really matters most to them and then encouraging them to go do it. It's more how do we, a lot of the system currently is how do we fit and fill the cogs on the wheel as opposed to creating a vibrant society. And so having to go through years of, you know, actually like suicidal depression to get in touch with actually what mattered most to me, um, that was the, the crux, the fundamental impetus that for me said, I, you know, we need to start the process of creating this for the world because there are a lot who have gone through that sacred journey like myself who were out of touch with what really mattered most to them. And if we're talking about creating world peace, which is the conversation truly on the table, the only way to start that conversation is to cultivate lives of peace. And if people are doing what they don't really want to be doing, it's not a very peaceful state. So I would say for myself personally, that was the impetus. I needed to go through that crucible experience of doing what wasn't bringing me peace in my life and then going through that sacred journey of finding what did and now I'm on fire wanting to help bring that energy of how do we create a culture of peace worldwide where people are really doing what matters most to them. Right, and then what, what, once you're, you're, you develop that, that system um, and, and get to know what really, uh, you know, excites you and, and makes you, um, you know, a better person, uh, those, those are the components of life that it really tells you your purpose, your why I'm here, what am I doing, and, and, and that's, that's completely happiness. Can you tell me if uh, that brought you happiness and if, how you feel most of the days, if there's days that it's difficult, how you handle it, and what would you tell our listeners to hang on to when you have difficult days? Uh, those are some big questions. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I'm human. I have my ups and downs, and I have my difficult days, even if I am living in mission and living on fire, I definitely will say as we're amidst our process gearing up for our global launch, um, I can't spend enough time in joy, uh, mostly because I'm in love with my work, I'm in love with what I do, I'm in love with the team of people that I'm working with regularly, and so what I would say is, I think by and large, when we're in a state where we're out of love, meaning like we're not doing what really matters most of us, we're going to feel that in our bodies. We're going to feel that in our hearts and, you know, we're, we're good, probably going to be depressed and so forth. And so I guess my advice would be is if we're feeling that, it's simply asking the question, like, where did I fall out of love? Like, where did I lose the mystery? Where did I lose the romance? And not necessarily romance with another, but romance with the self, romance with your sacred mission, your sacred purpose. Because that's, I know for myself when, I mean, as I had mentioned, you know, already in this call, I've gone through major uh, experiences of depression and soul journeys where I wasn't happy, where I wasn't excited about life, where, you know, would spend days in bed and not get out. Um, what I learned over time, though, and the way to get out of that was really to ask those fundamental questions, which is, you know, 
what are my likes and what are my dislikes? And from there, uh, help, you know, informing me of what are my sacred passions and then actually taking the risk to go do that. I think, that, I think that's the key. It's, it's one thing to be, I'm really excited about that, but then to actually take those leaps of faith, I think that is what catalyzes and moves, moves us energetically from states of, let's say, depression or angst or bodily um, disease to being lit on fire. It's really being willing to take the risk for what our soul is saying, yeah, that's what I really want to do on the earth. You know, Zadik, that is uh, that resonates a lot with me, and I know it does with Gisela. Uh, you know, the Umbrella Syndicate actually is mission is to support missions like yours, to support missions of uh, leaders, authors, speakers that have a, a powerful message that, when it's amplified and people hear it, that it inspires them to to live a more purposeful life. So I, I commend you for this big task, and and also uh, the 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 immense. Uh, undertaking of, of this big event that you're going to put together. So let's bring Gina in, because how did you meet Gina? Gina and I were actually introduced by one of her students um, and clients, and I can I'll sort of turn the table over a little bit to Gina to, to talk about that. It's someone who I had been in a holistic business training with about six years ago, um, said that we needed to connect. So I'll go ahead and pass that story over to Gina to talk about Thank you. So about six or seven months ago, one of my students at Directions University said, I don't know why I'm thinking about this today, but for some reason I think you need to meet one of my friends. And she introduced us on Facebook. And I get introduced to an awful lot of people. So I did what I usually do. Well, hi, Sadiq. Why don't we set up a time to talk and let's see how I might be able to help you. Well, that talk was several hours long. I don't know, maybe three hours, wasn't it, Sadiq? <laughs> mm-hmm, yes. With you Wonder. trying to help me understand the totality of the Earthwalk platform, and I don't think we even scratched the tip of the iceberg in that one intro call. Over the next several months, we connected a couple of times, and finally in December... Sadiq said, you know, I think I want to come out and sit down with you for a couple of days and see what this might look like. So right before Christmas, he came out to see me on a Friday, and we spent two and a half days out on my lanai overlooking the Caloosahatchee River in downtown Fort Myers. We turned the wall of sliding glass windows into a whiteboard and he drew out the plan for Earthwalk's platform across my entire wall of glass. And the picture that we sent to you guys to use for the show, you'll find it on Earthwalk's page on Facebook, is actually a picture of us out on the lanai really perfecting the details of the Earthwalk platform. And over those couple of days, we had times of laughter, times of tears, many aha moments for both of us, and the synergy there was just so huge that we knew we needed to work together. Give an example That's an of some... amazing story. I love it. So, Gina, give an example of some of the aha moments that you had. Oh, my goodness. Some of the aha moments. 
I teach a model for doing business at Directions University and soon at Earthlock University that's one of the most organic, most holistic models I've ever found for doing business. And one of my aha moments was until that particular visit from Sadiq, I had never, ever seen a business plan that had, without knowing that something called the Vortex model even existed, that had actually been built around a vortex. And that aha moment for me was just huge. It told me immediately that this was going to be very, very big. The key to the Vortex model is that it's based on serving instead of selling. And so everything about the Earthwalk platform was designed to serve from the very beginning. The coolest part about the visit was I live in this particular condo because I'm very connected to a couple of eagles that are about a mile and a half north of us that are on a live stream 24-7, 365 days of the year. Well, they had a really rough year in 2015. Eagles mate for life, and they'd been together for over 20 years, and the husband died at the end of September. Mom got a new mate. And everyone around the world was waiting to see, were they actually going to succeed in laying eggs that year? Well, one of our aha moments when we really knew we were meant to work together was when the first egg got laid of the season. That was cool. And Sadiq, you might want to talk a little bit about your connection to Eagles as well. Yeah, I mean, I've shared actually well with Gina, but also with our global team, that it, for me it really started, and it was really a fun, cool little kid story. When I was nine years old, I went away to summer camp for my first, well, sleepover summer camp for my first time. And I don't know if, if it was social anxiety or what have you, but what I would do <laughs> is I would climb to the top of the tallest tree in camp and stay there all day long. Um, the camp counselors would try to come and get me down, but I was such a little runt that if they were to get as high as I was, the tree would snap and we would fall and probably die. Not a, not a good idea. And so I was pretty safe and secure in my eagle's perch all the way at the top. And um, so that was, that, you know, for, so later on when I started going through shamanic trainings and doing different um, more universal work, I began to realize, oh, wow, like, oh, my God, like this, this eagle energy that has been a symbol of transcendence and just a symbol of uh, birthing was anchoring into my life, even as young as just a little kid. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, um, I, have, I have a very big question. It's both for you and Gina because I want to know both your opinions. On uh, what? Why do you think some people feel the urge to connect us to each other? Uh, what do you think that that that? What is the force that they feel to to connect us? I believe that all humans are innately social creatures. Being alone is just not comfortable, and. 
whether people realize it or not, they have this little inkling within them that tells them that they should be a part of something bigger than themselves, even if they don't think about that in their head. Some people know that, some people don't. And for each of us, if we can position ourselves in a way that surrounds ourselves with synergy, we're going to find our way to be more connected. Sadiq, how about you? What I want to say is, you know, Gisela, I thank you for asking this question because from my perspective at the core of the entire Earthwalk platform is this very fundamental question around connection. When I go and give talks and I talk about the global platform for Earthwalk as with the intention of uniting humanity worldwide and creating a culture of peace, I start with the basic fact that if we boil it all down, there's one poison in this world and there's one medicine. The poison is the sense of being disconnected and the cure is returning to the knowing that we are infinitely connected. And so it is this very, like, this is the critical piece in moving forward in our lives. When, when we feel disconnected to ourselves, to one another, to the planet, what have you, where, wherever the disconnects lie, and we have lots of them, that's where the suffering begins. That's where the disease begins. That's where all the pain lies. When we start to look at that separation and face it and bring back the unity, whether with ourselves, with one another, or the, the entire planet, that's when healing occurs, that's, and that's when we begin to thrive. So I think the question that you just asked is, is the, the critical question of how do we deal with global disease and disaster and, and personal struggles. It's that very, very piece. Right. I, I, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's that force that we, we just can't explain, right? And because of that, um, is there any events that you have put together because you felt that there is, you know, more connections to make. There's the world connections to make. There's any previous event we wanted to talk about? How about we talk about that liberated earth walk? I think that would be a, a nice segue. Yeah, sure. that's what I was aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this would be our, our debut announcement. We haven't actually made this public yet. Um, we are partnering with the Liberators International. They are a group out of Perth, Australia. For those of you who might have been present to some of the global events back October 15th, they organized the world's biggest eye contact experiment where they had hundreds of thousands of people worldwide participating in public eye contact experiments. What that looked like is people would set up eye-gazing sort of stations in public places with places where there were hundreds and in some cases thousands of people gathering in public places. They had signs out where they invited people into a minute of eye contact with total strangers. And basically, again, going into this, uh, the critical point, which was mentioned before, around connection and the full strength of that. Well, we partnered with um, the Liberation International back in October for a Tucson event, and we had a large public gathering in front of the mayor's office here in Tucson doing that very activity. And 
then got a phone, or excuse me, a uh, Facebook message from the founder, Peter Sharp, saying, hey, we're coming to the state. We would love to partner for another global event. Um, this is our itinerary. What would you like to do? We looked on our calendar, and we were actually gearing to launch in December the global platform for Earthwalk. But with their schedule, we figured with our five-year five anniversary coming up as well, why don't we combine forces and create what we're calling the Liberated Earthwalk? Uh, what that's going to look like is we're currently in the process of grounding a stadium somewhere in California, most likely in Los Angeles, so at the City of Angels, where we are going to be inviting 330 world leaders, so people like Oprah, Al Gore, Ellen DeGeneres, um, even people as you know, well known as the Dalai Lama and so forth and so on. We're going to be inviting 330 good leaders to um, participate in this event and, um, uh, and participate in a week long of events. So I'll sort of break that down for a moment here. Um, from June 17th to June 22nd is the, the full date from the Friday, so 17th. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and half day Monday, we will be having conference activities, you know, workshops, experiential activities, where these 330 world leaders will be teaching classes, giving talks, so forth and so on. Um, these 330 individuals are people who we will be selecting who we believe hold that energy of bringing a more empowered, holistic way of being onto the planet um, as it relates to some of the holistic concepts that we've brought forth within the EarthWalk platform. And who, who would be invited? Who, who are the qualifying people to be at the event? Well, we are, we're, we've, put it, we've put together a list that's growing day by day, and um, we will probably put out about 4,000 asks, which 330 will be accepted. Um, part of that list is, you know, what I just shared. I'm trying to think rather than um, listing them. I know we had actually published the post on Facebook, and I'm trying to see if I can direct people to that. But um, And you can put that on the Amplified. You can put that on the okay. Amplified post. You can put it on the Amplified radio post or on Facebook, and that, okay, and that well, way we can yeah, direct so you. What I'll, I'll go ahead and put it. What I can say is just as um, a fun little teaser, last night a letter went out to, um, to Senator Sanders, uh, so the, the presidential um, candidate who is running, uh, or shall I say, who is going for the seat as a Democratic candidate. We sent an invitation to him last night, and we are hoping to have him be one of the 330. So it's, it's that sort of level, people who are really calling in the, the world that is more healthy and balanced in each of the different spheres of influence across the planet. Meaning that anyone in the world could uh, be join us to this event, um, any, any, any person that's listening to this show right now, if you do want it, if you feel like you needed to be connected, you feel like that's it, this is the moment, this show is telling me I needed to be connected, you can always go to our Facebook page, send us messages, 
Go to Earth Walk United. We have different pages on Facebook. You can go to Amplify Radio Show. Find us. And, yes, we will send you invitation, and you can come and join us. Is there anything, uh, Gina, that we will be needing for, um, you know, uh, from others, donations, anything that we could possibly have uh, people sending to us? We definitely need donations. To put on an event of this scope is going to take massive resources. If you're interested in helping make this event a reality with a donation, you can go to www.earthwalkunited.org. Earthwalkunited.org. We've made it very simple for people to leave a donation right there. And I just, I just like to emphasize regarding donations because a lot of people, uh, you know, listen and say, well, I don't have money to donate. But let's just face it. If I, Gisela, donate a dollar, Gina, donate a dollar, and, you know, vice versa, everybody donate a dollar. If a million people will, will have, at the end of this month, a million dollars to fund this awesome event. It's, it's something that it needs to be done. Our, our nation, it's hurting. And, and we needed to get the medicine. And the only medicine is uniting in force, in spirit, in love. And, again, don't forget, if you only can donate a dollar, it can make a difference. And, and feel free to donate a million dollars if you have that in your pocket. But we're really asking for you to donate, you know, uh, whatever you feel in your heart. I couldn't agree more, Gisela. And I want to kick it back over to Tariq for a minute to talk about what I think is probably one of the most incredible aspects of the event. I don't know, were you just keeping that for a surprise for later or what, Sadiq? But I, I really want you to tell everybody about our really we big deal know that. event. <laughs> as, as some people have called it, kaboom. It's sort of like an atomic bomb of love that what this next piece globally... Um, hey, Sadiq. Yes. Zadik, we are going to go to break. We want everyone to be on the edge of their seat. I know this is cruel to our audience, but we're, we're going to go. I, I love how you built it up perfectly. Good job, Gina. So we're going to cut to break, be back in a couple minutes, and the big answer will be unveiled. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. 
With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. If you want to learn how to be a better leader, increase your level of business performance, and motivate your team and organization more effectively, listen for Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Luis Vicente and his guests will share their expertise and enthusiasm in helping you to succeed. It's combining that drive with business skills that will do just that. Tune in live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, we are back. This is Ken and Gisela. We are going to go back to that that suspenseful finish that we had for the first break, and you're going to unveil the the big surprise. And if you would follow it up with some ideas you have about how we get world peace and how that's funded. Okay, so you ready? I think we're ready. We are ready. So, as I said again before, we are grounding a venue in the city of Los Angeles where a venue that can hold between 50 and 100,000 people. The vision is to create a 350-foot diameter labyrinth. Um, So, just to kind of give a perspective, a football field is 300 feet long, uh, so it would be even wider, or actually longer than the football field itself. In our, in our first year, just to kind of give a perspective, we, and you can see, you'll see the image on our website, again, like earthwalkunited.org, where we built a 200-foot diameter limit out of a 1,000 straw bales, a earth and culture, peace flags, human rights flags, uh, earth flags, you name it, we turn that entire stadium into a transformational center for human development, for peace on earth, and that's the, the general gist of what our unity event as one of the major components of Earthwalk is all about. So moving forward to our June event, on June 20th itself, which is the solstice in the north, that's the summer, summer solstice, in the south, that's the winter solstice, this, um, this labyrinth, instead of, let's say, in our first year, being made out of straw bales. The walls of the labyrinth itself will be made out of people eye-gazing. So if you can imagine, 350-foot diameter 
labyrinth would prox approximately come out to about five to six thousand people along you know in, in what if you were to look from way up on top would look like as if they're just the walls of the labyrinth, but if you come close you're seeing that they're human beings. They would be sitting back to back and you know, pairs coupled together, um, eye gazing, where five to six thousand people would be eye gazing, creating this huge labyrinth. And that's just the beginning. So from at five o'clock on um, Monday, June twentieth, we'll be opening the door opening the doors to the stadium. There will be holistic vendors, holistic beverages, food, everything that, again, is representing this vision for a healthy, holistic planet. At 6 o'clock, we will be starting opening ceremonies. At the time of opening ceremonies, the Earth labyrinth of the navigators will only be, will, at that point, um, only half of the eye contact people will actually be sitting in the labyrinth. So, we're going to have 2,500 eye contact facilitators who will be trained ahead of time for how to hold that sort of sacred space, that sort of transformational space of, again, going back to earlier on the call, deep connection. This is what the entire event is in how we cultivate and foster really deep and coaching connection uh, on that scale. They will be sitting in that labyrinth sort of waiting for the 30,000 um, folks in the stadium who will then later, after the opening ceremonies, walk through the labyrinth and, as they feel cold, sit and have a minute or two of eye gazing with one of the eye contact facilitators. Well, before the actual process of the invitation happens where the, uh, the entire crowd from the stadium comes and walks through the labyrinth, and, and that's my, another visual addition to add on to that concept is beyond just the eye contact facilitators, Holistic artwork will be spread throughout the labyrinth. We'll actually have live painters as well who are going to be painting on all sorts of issues related to human rights, environmental justice, you name it. So there will be a very live component to the entire event. We'll have musicians there as well. Um, we're currently looking at folks like Michael Franti, Maroon 5, Bette Midler, so for people who really anchor in that future um, component of how we create, again, hold a society, but from the musical element. Uh, so there are many different dynamic components to the event. From, again, from 6 to 7, though, where we're going to have the opening ceremonies, this is where it gets really, really, really fun and just really, uh, the best word I say is really potent. What we're, from the basic core of the labyrinth itself, there are then going to be 54 rays of sun. So if you look at our logo on our website, it has a labyrinth in the middle and then rays of sun going out from the labyrinth. What that is is it actually represents one of the components of Earthwalk, which is taking the entire planet through a global rites of passage and sacred pilgrimage as one people on planet. Don't have time to get into that now, but um, that's sort of the anchor. And so in the visual aspect at the stadium, 54 rays of, of sensors will come out from that labyrinth and end in what we call a node, one of the 54 nodes of Earthwalk that represent a pillar of holistic living. How do we cultivate our lives um, personally, socially, environmentally, and integrally um, in, in ways that are holistic? And so, again, I don't have time to go into all of that now, but 
that's going to then be anchored visually. So you'll have eye gazers that will be on the outlines of the rays of sun, again, going out to the nodes. And each of those 54 nodes will then be creative centers for that energy. So, for example, uh, earth, air, fire, water are four of the nodes, so they'll be decorated with those energies. Earth men, earth women, earth elders, earth children are another four nodes. North, south, east, west, spring, summer, winter, fall, so forth and so on. They're basically anchoring all the seasons and cycles of life from personal, social, environmental to to the the world over. Um, At the opening ceremonies, we are going to have the 330 world leaders spread out throughout the 54 nodes. The way that we came up with 330 is that you have six world leaders per 54 nodes. So, and each of them would be representing that nodes, and that's how we're actually basing who we're inviting. So each of them will be representatives of those concepts worldwide. So if, for example, were to say the, the conversation before where we said Bernie Sanders, chances are we would probably put him under the, the nodes that we have, which is sectors of society, which we call governance and law. Uh, we would more than likely place him as one of the six representatives of that node. Once all uh, 330 are in place, the opening ceremonies will begin as sort of like the Olympics uh, or a uh, halftime show for the Super Bowl. <laughs> We're going to have this major ceremony where the MC from the stage is going to start calling in all the directions. So all 54 nodes, all the energies that are associated with how do we ground holistic living right here, right now on the planet. And they're going to then start orchestrating where all 330 of those representatives start to walk the labyrinth to bring the sacred item that each of them will be holding into the center of labyrinth. Um, The six representatives will be carrying the following items. The first will be carrying a flag that will be made of fabrics from all over the world that represents their node. The second person will be holding a crystal egg that will be engraved, again, with the energy of that node and the writings for that node, representing the birthing and the seeding of this new reality. The next four will be representing the fire, earth, water, and air. So we're going to have candles from all over the world where the third person will be carrying candles and representing the energy of fire, bringing into the center of the labyrinth. The second will be holding water from all over the world that we will be gathering before this event. The, the fifth would be holding a rock from somewhere around the world, again, that we're going to have sent to us from all over the world. And then the last will be each of those representatives will be carrying a bouquet of feathers that we will be gathering from all over the world that represents the energy of air. As all of them are beautifully orchestrated with musicians and so forth, it's really creating a very high potent vibe. Um, they will all walk each of those items into the center of the labyrinth and place it on the altar as we've sort of created it. So it'll all it'll unify all of those 330 energies and 54 nodes in the center of the labyrinth. Once that's grounded, we will then be inviting the entire stadium to walk the labyrinth and start 
engaging in, in eye contact. Uh, wow, that, that, sounds, that sounds amazing. I, I can wait for that. If there's any way that people can participate on these, uh, there's anything that they could, you know, the audience could be sending to us in order to, to help with, with these walks? Gina, did you want to speak to that, or do you want me to grab that? I'll let you take it. Okay. I'll let you take it. Okay. Well, initially... Um, we had had the idea of actually inviting people to send us waters from all over the world, rocks from all over the world, feathers from all over the world. But the Global Council then anchored the conversation of the fact that that would be putting a lot of money towards not just postage, but also uh, packaging that doesn't really fully align with our mission. So... The, what one of the pieces as far as going onto the page and making donations is that we're inviting people to make donations for that purpose so we can actually get textiles from all over the world to make these flags and to have seamstresses making this really ornate, beautiful flags that are woven with the fabrics like a planet, but instead of having you know, millions of people sending packages, which is a lot of environmental waste from all over the world, um, sending in donations to Earthwalk where we'll actually make the more dialed-in connections with indigenous cultures worldwide, with, you know, established um, nation states worldwide. We'll actually have all of those items sent to us, so we're keeping the environmental impact down, but at the same time involving the energetics of people worldwide. Well, that's, that makes a lot of sense. And so you will have, like, divided on the website if they want to donate for water or for fire or for uh, fabric or simply to fund the, the, the to host the, uh, you know, the event. Or uh, I have a question. Uh, it's a very big question, and one of the listeners just texted me. How can I get involved? How can I put my body on the center and walk with you by organizing everything, but putting my body, my energy, my, you know, my talent on it. Sure. There are a number of ways to contact us and to get involved on whatever level that you're wanting to. One way is to easily email us at info at earthwalkunited.org. Another is if you go to our website, earthwalkunited.org, there are multiple ways of getting involved. There's a volunteer um, portion. There's uh, actually, as a business, you can apply to get involved with the Earthwalk platform. There's a whole holistic marketplace that we're creating. As a nonprofit organization, there are forms on the website as well that you can fill out. If you go onto the page, there's a tab that says Get Involved. It'll scroll down, and it says to get involved as an individual, to get involved as a business, to get involved as an organization. Uh, eventually, that will also be streamlined to have where we'll actually have categories of getting involved as a city, getting involved as a state or nation state. So it's all there on the website, and that will go directly to Earthwalk headquarters. And let us know in the, the questions that are asked how you'd like to get involved, and we will contact you. Perfect. Do you have any handouts for social media, any hashtags that you would like to share so people can start, you know, helping us advertise this amazing event? And there's anything else you would like to ask the audience? Gina, I'll let you take that one. 
We have a ton of hashtags. Uh, the first one is just pound earthwalk. If you're someone who really feels that you need connection, go share pound earthwalk right now. Let your friends and your fans and your followers know that you want to connect. You want to connect with them. You want to connect with one another, yourself, and even the planet. So basically, we will be sharing. Let me see if I understand this. This is very awesome, Gina, and I, I think I got it. So I would get it, Pond Earthwalk, and go to my Twitter right now and tweet that. But also go to Instagram and Instagram, but then I go to Facebook and I actually share to every single of my friends because I wanted to connect with them. This is awesome. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying, Gisela. I am. I'm shaking right now because it's such a clever idea. So we will invite you, and I'm going to do it as we finish talking. I'm going to do this right now, and I invite all of you to do it. it it's just such a clever idea. I love it. Thank you for that, Gina. And there's any other hashtag we wanted to share? Sadiq, what other ones do you want people to share? The word on the street. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the word on the street with the social media team out of Earthwalk Global is they really want to focus on Earthwalk. We also have uh, hashtag unity events is another one. Ignite passions is another one. But from what I understand, they always need to really focus on Earthwalk as a hashtag. Yes, mainly because we wanted to connect people. I really love this idea. Gina, you're a genius. I love it. <laughs> so, Ken. Thank you, uh, Gisela. Ken is kind of feeling the energy in the backstage in there. So, Ken, what do you have to say about all of these? I know it's a lot of information, but I'm pretty sure you're there just sending out the energy. What do you have to say about all of these? Well, I want to know what the Guinness World Book record is for this. <laughs> and are, are, are we going to break it? That's what I want to know. You know, it actually it brings me to a point that I hadn't even mentioned, and I'm surprised that we forgot this, which is so. Uh, this is the, the event that I described as the main hub event. We're projecting 30,000 people will be attending the, the main hub event. But that's not to mention the participation that we're anticipating worldwide, which we're estimating in the tens of millions. So what we're actually going to be encouraging, and cities have already been coming to us worldwide, we're encouraging eye-gazing labyrinths in public places in cities across the globe. So we want to take the number that the Earth, that the Liberators started with, like which was really their first global event back in October, where they had a few hundred thousand people worldwide. We're going, you know, using the energy they started with that, and with all of our different global partners that we're bringing together worldwide, um, we're going to be encouraging people using all across the world on June 20th. So. If you can't make it to L.A. for the event, but you want to be a part of this global process, we're going to have components on the website that will uh, make local events possible for you. Um, we'll also, if for whatever reason the local event is not happening where you happen to be living, we are going to be globally broadcasting all the different components to both the conference components and the main event itself. So again... We, we kind of use the, <laughs> the concept of Earthlink being Olympics for a better planet. So we are holding that energy and we're going to be broadcasting as if we really are highlighting 
um, the best of the best. These are, you know, let's say in this example, like the 330 liters, these are the, the thought changers, the, the influencers on the planet, and sort of the concept of it's, it's time to be really shining the light on the influencers, on the transformers. It's, you know, spirits are great, and I think they're wrong with that. But for us to catalyze the level of change that we need to be experiencing on the planet right now, we need to be shining a major light on the holistic transformers of this planet. And so getting back to what you were sharing as far as the Guinness Book of World Records, I don't know, 30,000 people in one location, I guess, will probably be a world record. If we didn't think about that, that's something we should definitely reach out to the Guinness Book around, but then also having potentially tens of millions of people eye-gazing wide I'm pretty certain that will be breaking world records. Well, that is why Gisela and you pay me the big bucks to come up with ideas like that. Otherwise, <laughs> you know, I would be kicked off the team. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to uh, investigate that because when you bring a world record into play in a conversation, people rally because they want to be a part of that record. They want to be a part of the social media um, explosion that they were there, they created it. Uh, do, do, do we have a book? Have you wrote a book about these? And if not, would, would you be open to write a book and have people all over the world send, sending us by email quotes and they, they feel like it would um, connect people on a whole different level? I haven't. One of my business mentors has been encouraging me to do so. Uh, and so, you should. Yeah. Thank you. I, I guess um, we will help a you. bunch of book. There are, there are a bunch of books that I've been intending on writing, but I think I tend to be more activated by having my feet on the ground and my hands in the dirt. <laughs> well, since we're coming to the close of the program, and the book segue is fantastic way to in the program. What books can our audience read, or that you have changed your life that you you could recommend? Gina, did you want to start this one? And we only have a minute or two. I'll let you go ahead, Siddiq. Sure. So, um, it's a good question. Um, the thought, one of the books that I think speaks a lot to this concept, I'm not sure if you're familiar, is the, the Unbearable Lightness of Being. And it talks about the, the spiritual pilgrimage of an individual and the dance between different communities worldwide. There was a movie made out of it, not so great. The other book I think that really changed my life is Ishmael uh, by Daniel Quinn. It really talks about this critical path of transitioning from a state of disconnect to a radical and active place of connection. It was by far one of the most pivotal uh, pieces of literature that I've ever experienced. And how about a, a how about a quote or two to live live by that uh, you enjoy sharing? Yeah, I will, I'll go ahead and share the quote that we use at Earthwatch headquarters that we believe the entire platform is based upon. It's by Howard Thurman, which is, "Don't ask what the world means; ask what brings you alive, and go do it." Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Amen. That is a, a great way to finish the program. Can you share the date and the contact information one more time so people can um, get it on their calendar and also 
go visit the site. Yeah, full link Absolutely. Yeah, the full link is June 17th to the 22nd with the Mobile Unity Day on June 20th, Solstice. City and of the, the Angels. What's that? City of the Angels. Yes, yeah. <laughs> many angels will be uniting that day. And the webpage again is earthwalkunited.org. Well, Gisela, I have to thank you because I have been traveling so much and you put together a phenomenal program. You guys are fantastic guests and we're going to bring you back on as often as we possibly can to keep this conversation alive and to hit that 70,000 or more. And uh, we need to have an off-bar conversation about what the Guinness World Book Record is and let's do it. So you both have been amplified and the earth is about to be amplified. So thank you for being on the program. Gisela, you're awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Ken. Thank you so much, Gisela. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Roshan and Gisela Gonzalez again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.